I can actually hear you. This is too hot. How far are you going to go until the chorus? Yeah, at least. My heart skips a beat. She leaves me breathless. I can't pretend. It's a good thing you should play this for your last week after. I know that I can't offer her much, but I'll sure be her douchebag boyfriend. You got to admit, this is a great song. I love that. I just love the production on this. Touching myself to you. Oh, I will masturbate to you in the shower, in the cafeteria during lunch hour. Gonna play with myself in my parents' car. To you. Oh, I will masturbate. That's the best part. We can pull that down. It's a great song. <laughs> if you uh, want to know, see the whole video, it's actually hysterical. It's DJ Lubell, Masturbate for Life. And it is actually very, very well done production. It is oh, very it's an funny amazing in, production. In an absolutely inappropriate way. <laughs> for, not for kids. <laughs> well, at least, unless you're 12 and up. <laughs> I don't know what you're encouraging with your kids. That's your right as a parent. I'm not. Okay. Yes, I'm going to judge, but I'm not. <laughs> PG-13, right? <laughs> They don't actually come out and say anything other than masturbating. A lot. <laughs> A lot. For life. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Valley Speakeasy. We're so relaxed tonight. <laughs> You have to admit, that's a great song. <laughs> I won't go great. I will go funny, but I'm going to go great. Okay. It's a great concept that could not be done any time before now. I there's, completely there, agree with there's that. There's no way you can get away with that in the 80s or 90s. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. <laughs> you have killed us all. <laughs> what? <Again>. The soul, <laughs> yes. soul-crushing Internet? Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we do have uh, one announcement. If you've noticed that the podcast has kind of changed from what it was about a year ago, Hiram has... Uh, Decided that he jump ship, yeah, jump ship. I was little gonna, bitch. I, I was He's gonna, not here to defend himself. What the hell? I was going to go a little more discipline. Uh, yeah, not discipline. Um, uh, I said <laughs> go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Diplomatically, is what I was looking for. But that still works. You know, if our diplomacy worked that way, there would be there would never be any wars anymore. If we you know we got Mr. Suki out there to just screw waterboarding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going Japanese roller you know, two on this one. Do you know how many uh, summits Putin would actually go to? <laughs> He'd be in the corner playing that song. <laughs> yeah. I have four hundred thousand rubles. <laughs> Anyway, he he has chosen to to focus his uh, creativity in other directions for the current and probably fu- uh, near future. You Sorry, yet? I'm trying real hard. <laughs> and which is why we've taken a format that's much more focused on the news and and topical because well, he's funnier than us. He's much funnier than us. <laughs> so it's a different program, but hey, it's still fun. It is, and we always find the goofy and the funny when we try to bring it to you guys. Because we are assholes. But, <laughs> and uh, we have, you know, uh, a whopping... Well, actually, you, you were talking about numbers last week. 
Uh, I actually didn't have looked him up lately. And again, we had that that month gap, which was really weird. But we're still getting <laughs> well like the hundred to three hundred listens per month. It was, but what you told me was a surprise was the month that we didn't do anything. We had downloads from across the world. Well, yeah. Um, in in August, which we which when we had been doing stuff, we had one download from. Uh, I'm trying to remember now. You said Australia, the UK. Yeah, one from Australia, one from the UK, and in September we had one from the UK and one from Italy. Wow, we got Italia. My condolences. <laughs> maybe there were, you know, for for such a place with such broad culture, maybe we're bringing it down. <laughs> I was going to say decaying their culture as, as quickly as possible. You have broken the internet again. <laughs> so, uh, what have you been doing this week? A uh, whole lot of programming. Had to come over and help mom fix some stuff on her. My mommy has a program problem. <laughs> For those who don't know, she actually is a software engineer. She's actually a senior engineer, and I'm not. But uh, I, I, I know a lot of weird stuff. By senior engineer, out. do you mean more than older than 65? Because she actually is. <laughs> uh, actually, senior engineer is someone with six or more years of, of programming uh, I, I understand experience. That. It was an old joke that right. didn't quite co- translate. <laughs> So um, here, here we're going to start with some news items I didn't quite get to last week because we, we were running out of time. Okay. New Jersey woman who tripped over and spilled hot coffee on herself sues Dunkin' Donuts and wins half a million. Wait, I thought that lawsuit, that lawsuit already happened 15 years, 20 years ago to McDonald's in the 90s. Yeah, that, that one was in a drive-thru. Uh, well, that's what you get for putting hot coffee between your legs. Well, you know, dumbass is and dumbass as dumbass does, but dumbass shouldn't be rewarded for it. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you caught this story. It happened yesterday. It's a gorgeous story. Playboy makes bombshell decision that will forever uh-huh. change the magazine. They are no longer going to uh, produce magazines with nude pictures, which means that everybody will, in fact, now be buying it for the articles. <laughs> well, they are going to do. Erotic poses of women, but not nude poses. You just cut off three quarters. You know, college kids are no longer going to buy Playboy. Well, the they rip- will go. They go straight to Maxim. They will go to. They'll go to Hustler. They'll go to Penthouse. No, dude. Why would they go to Maxim? It's going to be the <clears throat> same picks as Maxim, except Maxim's a little bit more fun. Yeah, I don't read them anyway. But um, the but I guess that they they had. Uh, I was reading in the article that I saw today on it that. They had pulled off nudity from their website, and it jumped up by an, an additional 19 million views because in one month. That's because the porn blockers stopped <laughs> blocking, <laughs> blocking it. it, and that's that's what's driving the business decision. I, I think that well, that's actually uh, that's really a strange cultural event considering what's going on around in the wor- in our world here in America. I, I think it'll be very interesting to see how it pays out in the lo- long run if it, if it, <laughs> if, it, if, it if it broadens the business or. Brings it down. So, right? how does the Playboy Channel work then? They didn't say anything about the channel. I, I know. I'm just saying. You know, you, you have this institution of Playboy that Hugh Hefner brought into the. I think it's late 50s, maybe yep. maybe early 60s. No, late 50s. Of of uh, having these uh, girl next door, gorgeous women uh, displaying themselves between the pages of Playboy, and uh, <laughs> it just. I don't know. I I think you're you're. This is such a massive rebranding that it's going to take a, a bit for it to really work. Well, and and it's a big gamble. I'll give them that. It's a huge gamble. It's because I mean, when you think Playboy, you think bunny tail boobs. Yeah. 
course. I think it hasn't have oldest daughter been running the company for the last bunch of years? I don't know. I <laughs> I just know Playboy as an icon. Not I don't do I don't follow the business practices of Playboy. I don't subscribe to Playboy. Well, the, the ironic part is why I remember that is I remember a bit done in Bloom County, the oh. cartoon back in the nineties oh. that referenced uh, it. <laughs> I just know Topical. that. Topical. Yeah. Back in the 90s. <laughs> you only go back to the Fatty Arcbuckle stuff. <laughs> That's all you do. <laughs> no, I was, actually, Fatty Arcbuckle was always Hiram. I was always Al Jolson and, uh, and Jack Benny. <clears throat> Half the audience don't know what you just said. I understand that. <laughs> Especially the Italians. So the Concorde is set to return to the skies. Really? Supersonic jet may be used for charter-only flights starting in 2019. So they're going to get them U.S. certified again. Well, there's a, a Concord Club, people who um, th- that <coughs> hope to purchase the aircraft for, um, from the airport in Paris because there, there was three that were built, and Paris has the last one that flew, and get it. They, they're hoping to get the funds together to buy it and refab it and start flying a charter. Um, I don't see that as a very lucrative uh, move. Well, it'll cost like twenty grand a flight to do it. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't see that as a as a big money maker. Uh, I don't think that's going to be generating a ton of well, even even when it was flying regularly because it flew uh, back and forth once a week, right? He throw mm-hmm. he throw it to New York. No, not he throw. It was Paris to, <coughs> to New York. <coughs> Paris or, to where? New York. Okay. Or, originally it was Heathrow, but it was too much noise with the sonic barrier. <coughs> okay, so yeah, you got Paris to uh, to New York and back once a week, right? And it, but it, the flip side is it would do it in an hour versus four six. Uh, well, are you sure from from uh, New York? It's I thought it was only four. It's it's, it's four, ten it, from L.A. It's four to, to to London. Oh right, right, right. It so, is so not six five hours. To, <laughs> okay, but uh, see, I know it's ten from LAX, but you're going up the entire continent over the yeah <laughs> over the crest of the pole and then down over Iceland and land. But well, it's it's mainly for the. The people, that, the super rich that want to grab it, and for those that just love the Concord, <laughs> uh, they're just hoping to break even. Honestly, you know, uh, I don't even think that's going to happen. Yeah. Actually, what they should do is just take it apart and put it into a, a museum somewhere. Well, I think that's happened with one of them already. Actually, well, <laughs> I just never was a big fan of the Concord. Want to live online forever? Morbid website Dead Social allows users to stay active on social media after they die. Um. How would that possibly, you know, how could that possibly happen? Users write a first message to send to friends and family upon their death, and I'm willing to bet the rest of it is just generated from their databases. <laughs> that's just, that's beyond creepy. Founder James Norris from London believes site helps grieving. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's just more creepy than anything. <laughs> that, that is, that's a world full of creepy. Yeah. Let's see. Deceased sci-fi editor had her brain frozen in hope of resurrection when the science catches up. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Well, especially since the rest of the body's not there. I guess she's hoping to go into a robot. Or into, uh, into a, a uh, jar. A full, <laughs> <laughs> Future, <laughs> Futurama here. Sorry. It wasn't the whole head. It was just <laughs> the brain. Yeah. Well, so maybe they're looking for a full brain transplant. So when she gets into the other body, she'll be real fat. Well, at least... Man with two brains. Prettier reference. than she is in this picture. <laughs> Maybe that's why she preserved. <laughs> I have breasts. <laughs> uh, Disney has announced. Uh, what now? Nineteen movies uh, to be released 
uh, between now, uh, 2017 or starting in 2017 all the way through 2020, starting with Cars 3, The Incredibles 2, which will be in 2019. I can see that. that, that that's a story arc that he can Toy see Story that. 4 has been moved. Uh, was originally going to be released in 2016, but uh, they're taking more time with the story, so they're going to move it on to um, summer of 2017. Um, they have Ant-Man sequels, Black Panther, Captain Marvel sequels, and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Is, uh, yeah, and the Marvel stuff, you knew that was going to be in the works. And they also announced the next Star Wars sequel. Now, is this n- n- not the, one, the the side one, but the actual uh, one that well, comes they, after they have, ep- they have, ep- Episode 8? They're talking about Episode 8. They've already started production pre-production on Boba Fett. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, for those of you who are in the Star Wars universe, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If not, look it up. I also know that they've started pre-production on another um, side story of uh, following Han Solo. Um, and Wedge and Tilly's. Oh, cool. Same, same movie or, or two different movies? I think it's going to be the same movie. They may split it up into two. Okay. Well, you know Disney. They're gonna they're Milk gonna they're gonna squeeze every <laughs> yeah they're gonna squeeze every drop out of the Star Wars until everyone's sick of it. Oh, I do have a correction for those that listen to us for accurate reporting. You shouldn't. <laughs> uh, last week, Spencer reported that the the fa- uh, the annual pass that has no blackout dates. It's it was he, called the annual premium pass. He was halfway correct. They do not exist. They've rebranded it. It's got a new name, and it's three hundred bucks more. Yeah, so it's a thousand bucks a year. They added fifteen uh, percent to the cost. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Which actually goes along with what they were talking about with raising the prices of everything and all that. Oh, um, Dodgers lost their most valuable asset this week. The voice of the Dodgers, Vin Scully, will be out for the rest of the season, undergoing a medical procedure. Yeah, oh. but it's expected back next season. Oh, it's not, it's not dead. That's good. I, he. He's been there forever. Well, he's he is a radio legend. Oh, he, oh, oh, oh! Are they changing out his blood for formaldehyde? <laughs> no, they're changing out for Tiger's blood from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. What's the you so close? <clears throat> you came so close. I know. I, joke, I, I had I had the vision in my head, <laughs> and you, you know, crashed the plane into the mountain. Yeah, I, I was looking at the I was looking at the beautiful cloud. <laughs> Didn't see the mountain behind it. <laughs> Just plowed right in. It's so pretty. <laughs> It's so beautiful. <laughs> that was a Bugs Life. Don't go towards the light. I am actually surprised for as popular as Bug Life is, they did not do a sequel. I know. That, that one did. That really one well. really surprised me. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it got its own theme park land. <laughs> it's actually a very fun. If, if you have little kids, it's a great way to go spend two hours because they'll, they'll run around to each ride. And what, that, that show is creepy enough and, and fun enough for adults. <laughs> Especially the wasp being sticking in the middle of the freaking back. <laughs> I actually I don't like the show. That <laughs> having the it's not just that, but it's the buzzing on your ass that really is disturbing. For for me, it's the spiders. <laughs> yeah, for you it would be yeah, a spider. I think. <laughs> just <laughs> as if I'm the one to blame. You are. <laughs> nah, Pamela Anderson really. Um, lives the terror of finding an obsessed fan living in her guest house and wearing her Baywatch swimsuit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And of course, I don't have any pictures of, of the house guest. Um, <laughs> Nicki Minaj explains 
generously, vigorously, and articulately why the recent... I would never, ever put the word articulate with Minaj. Well, this is the story. I'm not the one. They didn't write this. About why uh, Miley Cyrus's last uh, uh, appearance on MTV's uh, Music Award was so horrible. Which was? Um, She called the uh, ex-Disney star out saying, this bitch has (laughs) articulately. Uh, (laughs) That's what I consider articulate. Good job. This bitch has a a lot to say about about the other day, openly to the press. Apparently, Miley started bad-mouthing MTV and the way that they do the video awards. Before it ever aired Uh on the commercials. Mm -hmm. And then uh, said, hey, you're getting paid to be here. Um, and uh, be thankful that you're actually still being having any attention to you because next time you're going to have to go full nude. And no one's going to care at this point, partly because she has the body of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> and probably because you, I think the whole body of the 12-year-old boy thing explains why she decided she can't announce that she was a lesbian. <laughs> but aside from that, you can only do the whole shock thing so many times before no one cares. Um, no, I didn't care I mean, long before. It was honestly, shock. she's not going to go full nude. She's going to go full porn. <laughs> there was a, um, you remember the, the TV show family matters? Unfortunately. Okay. The, the teenage girl in the family, she ended up doing full porn. Uh, it was the, the middle kid between, yeah. between the twins and the oldest. Cause the oldest one went, went full Christian. Yes. Evangelical. And now she's on the view. No, 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 not, not, uh, oh, not full house. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking family matters. Uh, was the, that? that was the black cop with Urkel. And, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know she did porn. Yeah, she did end up doing porn. Let me write that down <laughs> for a later research. I'll, I'll send you the link. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I, I don't know a thing about this. I swear, I don't know. So um, a mom <clears throat> went to shame her 13-year-old kid, wrote him a letter, and then posted it on, uh, I think it was Pinterest, and it's just been flying all over the internet. And I gotta tell her, I gotta say, I love this letter. Dear Aaron, since you seem to have forgotten you are only 13 and I am the parent, and that you won't be controlled, I guess you'll need a lesson in independence. Also, <laughs> as you threw in my face that you are making money now, it will be easier to buy back all the items I bought for you in the past. If you would like your lamps slash light bulbs or access to the internet, you will need to pay your share of the costs. Rent, $430. Electricity, 116 Internet, 21 <laughs> Food, 150 Also, you'll need to empty the trash Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as well as sweep and vacuum those days. You will need to keep your bathroom clean weekly, prepare your own meals, and clean up after yourself. If you fail to do so, I will charge you a $30 maid fee for every day I have to do it. If you decide you'd rather be my child again instead of a roommate, we can renegotiate the terms. Love, mom. <laughs> right on. <laughs> right on. So I forgot about this one. I have a Florida the gift that, that keeps, keeps on, on giving. giving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> random enthusiasm kills a, uh, a man who kills an imaginary friend, turns himself in, and gives the world's saddest mug shot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I really this is a podcast, but damn, I wish we had video. Send me that link. It's going on the website, man. <laughs> Holy hell. <coughs> Sorry, they just uh, turned the fields around here. Um, 
So yeah, he, he goes uh, he goes in and admitted that he committed a murder. In the interview, it turns out to be his best his best friend. And later on in the interview, the best friend is his imaginary friend. So at what point do they call his therapist? Um, probably right after he called. <laughs> no, he doesn't need a lawyer. Uh, it was so, that was so great. Would you have a dead loved one's tattoo put in a frame? Uh, the Zara News Service offers to remove inked skin and turn it into a memento. Um, they did that in World War II yeah. to the Jews and made them sh- lampshades. That's a little different. Um, Most of the Jews, did, well, they didn't, they didn't cut out the, the uh, Star Look, David there's on only the one loved one I know that has tattoos, and no, I don't want her tattoos. <laughs> oh, wait, Dad has that uh, O negative on his, yeah. his armpit. Ugh. As long as they get the hair. No, as long as they keep the hair. Yeah. <laughs> and dye it gray. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. I can't just gross myself out. Uh, oh, and this one's for you. Uh-huh. Wheezy sea otter Mishka is the first of her kind to be diagnosed with asthma after breathing in thick smoke from wildfires, <coughs> and vets have even made her an inhaler. So, under Obamacare, the freaking seal or sea otter can get an inhaler, yeah, but you can't. But I can't. Unless you go to Mexico. <laughs> or send somebody. There's something really wrong with that. What, sending somebody to Mexico? No, the fact the seal can get, get one that the other and you can't. Well, you know, animals have rights. <laughs> Obviously more than humans. <clears throat> so um, there was a really weird article. Well, the article itself isn't weird so much as the revelations of Dolly Parton's life. Um, she sleeps with her female PA uh, got cozy with her bodyguard, and there's a tryst she had with Burt Reynolds, but she's been married happily for 50 years. Um, hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Calculating? Calculating? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, so it's a pers- if the personal assistant is a female and she's the, and happily married, perhaps the, that one is okay because it's, you know, every guy's dream come true. Two, two girls at once. But I don't see the others working out well. Yeah, it's just a weird way to live life. So, But it works for her and him and whatever, go for it. You would think that as a guy, you'd be just intimidated by those breasts. Well, you'd, you'd be intimidated of, of, uh, when she's standing up with quick turns. <laughs> because there's, there's, just no, there's, no, there's no quick way to stop them from moving around. Where'd the black eyes come from? <laughs> she turned too quickly. <laughs> I'm just thinking of other scenarios where you get black eyes. Though, the best motorboating ever. <laughs> Except for the fact that you actually need to have a life preserver. <laughs> And how you do it is your business. <laughs> Me, I'll go. I'll go. I'll, I'll risk drowning. What else you got? I'll bring up the next set here. So, um, in the meantime, I should tell you, um, I'm gainfully employed again, doing exactly what I was before, uh, working for <laughs> the. Uh, remember the headache that I had with the uh, synagogue? Yeah, yeah, that came back. Ah, uh, the job that never dies. Ever. Uh, <clears throat> steel manufacturer uh, was asking questions to the architect about the structural steel and the structural drawings. 
and had ex- kind of explained to him, go, well, the structural engineer designed all that. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to answer those design questions. <laughs> and then you've also heard about the, the girl who thinks that she can uh, design commercial, but doesn't have a freaking clue. That popped up today, too. Oh, lovely. Uh, four months ago, I got a, uh, another, uh, they're called a shul or synagogue. And they asked me to fix it up so that it would meet eight minimum ADA requirements and, and all, uh, all the other minimum requirements. And uh, <clears throat> I sent it back all corrected. I got it back today. All the stairs are back to being effed up. <laughs> the, uh, all the bathrooms are back to being effed up. And she added an extra 100 square feet to the upper floor, which now makes it require an elevator. <laughs> so I, I wrote that all back today. He goes, crap. I'm like, I can fix all this, but... Uh, it's going to cost. And not only is it going to cost, it's going to take time, because this well, one's a big screw-up. Well, yeah, when you're, when you're having to add an elevator, yeah. Well, I'm going to reduce the... I only have to reduce 100 square feet. That's easy. That's just removing a closet, and now we're done. Yeah. But... Uh, just, I, I, I'm telling him, don't. I mean, someone needs to tell her, stop doing commercial because if the state ever finds out it, that she's done it and she screwed up, she's going to lose everything she's ever done. Yeah, she'll have no more work ever. Well, it's not just no work ever. She'll be sued by the state or fined by the state. They'll, they'll make sure. And in that state, I don't know if you're required to have a license for residential or not. Utah, you're not. Nevada, you are. Hmm. It, 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 I don't. It's really weird. They have a residential uh, stamp required for uh, people. For California is not re- is not required. Colorado is required for residential. Well, I guess I want to keep the potheads from making. Stuff. <laughs> I actually have even more. I don't think they'd ever get it done because they would have to take a munchie break every fifteen well, minutes. Well, and yeah, they, they keep saying, "No, oh, that's a straight wall." And- it's actually kilter to thirty degrees. Well, that's the that's the contractor. That's not the drafter. <laughs> the drafter. Uh, the good news for him is that because you're using AutoCAD, you can snap it so it's straight lines. You know, it's actually square. It's, it's actually much easier to do a high than it is yeah. to build. So um, there's another completely pointless and senseless internet trend going on. Uh, like most of them, phone pinching. People hold their smartphones over dangerous locations with just a finger and a thumb and sometimes drop the phone while doing it. Oh, so you get to spend 600 bucks on a new phone. I mean, look at this chick. She actually thinks she's doing something cool, holding her phone off the balcony while holding a big drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a jumbo drink, too. That thing is like five ounces. I mean, it... it I've there not, are some really big retards in this world. There's very little I've seen. Okay, that's more selfie stick this. and uh, the oh, selfie the toilet, <laughs> and uh, it's in the toilet. It, that's where you. Congratulations! Belongs. Congratulations! You're a dumbass. Mommy's proud. <laughs> and again, you get to go spend six hundred bucks. Unless, of course, it's an iPhone, then you're going to go spend eight. Yeah. Um, fury over a racist Playmobil pirate ship toy that comes with a black character wearing a slave collar. <clears throat> Are you sure it's a slave collar or is it, uh, you see, that could actually just be, uh, that could just be a choker. No, that's a slave. Collar. That's a slave collar. Pirate ship. Le- from Lego? Playbill. Oh, okay. competitor. <clears throat> 
I'll have to go see if I can buy it before it's gone. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably already got already. No, check eBay. Well, that's where I got. That. <laughs> yeah, that's where we got this little lady of a toy. Uh, as soon as he brings it up, of course. Went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so China built a replica of the Great Wall of China. Um, they've already got one. Yeah, but they built a two-and-a-half-mile-long replica of the Great Wall. Um, to scale or just uh, just a, you know, just just, a two-and-a-half-mile section? Just a two-and-a-half-mile section in, uh, in, in Nanchung, China. It's a lot shorter than the real wall, but it's... Yeah, you think? By, if it's only two-and-a-half miles? But a lot of people, including locals, think it's the real thing. <laughs> it's a tourist trap. Yeah. You're a dumbass. <laughs> you know what would be really fun? It's actually make a two-scale model of it using Legos. That's been done, actually. I think it would be fun. Uh, the chef who brought Cajun food to the world, Paul Prudhomme, died last week at 75. Well, he was like 400 pounds, wasn't he? Oh, no, no. He trimmed from 500 down to 250. Oh, half his weight. <laughs> he was only half the man he used to be. Exactly. I mean, the last time I saw him, he was, he, he was, uh, he was a big portly boy. Hey, that's he was. A, you can tell he ate his own cooking. Speaking, speaking of Cajun, I'm going to be making a steak, uh, steak gumbo. I think this weekend because the temperature is supposed to finally drop down into the 80s. Yeah, I did gumbo two days ago, and it really was a little too warm for the gumbo. Well, we're actually it's supposed to drop down in the 50s at night, and yeah, and uh, we got and even supposed to rain on Sunday, so it's it, it's about right. <laughs> Today I did ratatouille, and it came out good. <laughs> well, my gumbo takes about three days. Ah. You, you really got to let the flavors just blend. And uh, this, I've already cooked the steak. It's you know I grilled it outside and uh, with marinade and it was delicious. And so this leftover steak, um, I like using a good kielbasa versus a Polish sausage because you get a little bit more. You get a milder flavor that extends mm-hmm. more and a little bit more garlic flavor. And then uh, I like to use an Anaheim and a cayenne rather than using a. a, a uh, jalapeno because jalapeno is just too hot. I I've never it, used it, a, a jalapeno in my gumbo. Again, it makes it. I find jalapenos make food too bitter. It is. That's why I like the the cayenne. The and cayenne what, for the hot because. And what I always mixed actually was um, Anaheim with green with just bell peppers. Uh, well, you like to go a little bit warmer than that. <clears throat> That's why you do the cayenne. Well, and then I then I had cayenne pepper at the end. Oh, I just actually will just dice up the, the, the an actual cayenne and put mm-hmm. it in there. Because uh, fresh cayenne is actually much more mild than dried. Oh, they're not. Especially when you let it uh, steep over time in, mm-hmm. in your stew. I don't like putting okra in it, though. I'm not a big fan of okra. How can it be gumbo without okra? Um, because you're putting the kielbasa in. It's gumbo. It's got to have okra. <laughs> uh, well, to each, each their own. Now, now, I can do okra fried. I can uh-huh. do okra and gumbo. But just boiled steamed, okra. Steamed okra sucks. Oh, my gosh. Is it the slimiest, nasty shit? I had bro? that in North Carolina, and it was literally like <clears throat> sucking down snot and having it crawl down your throat. <laughs> and it was so hard for me not to regurgitate while swallowing. Okay, now, <laughs> was it was it just the okra with no flavoring, or did they have any kind of sauce on it? No, it was boiled okra. That was <laughs> it. Okay. For, oh, it's the nastiest crap. It's not as bad if you have a lemon uh, Bernays sauce on it. 
it makes the sli- the, the the snot slide down easier. Sure. Actually, you don't you don't actually feel the texture of the snot. That's that's why you do it. Yeah, the, but the only thing worse is boiled peanuts. Um, I kind of like boiled peanuts. Oh. I will tell you, it's weird to chew a peanut that's rubbery. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's. It, it, it's because you're used to grabbing the bottle planters and you're crunching your way well, through a dry roasted, right? Western U.S. We do dry <laughs> roasted or East, honey or honey roasted or or some type of roasted, right? South, <clears throat> Southeast U.S. They boil their peanuts, and it is and just like little stands in the corner in the summertime. It is just <laughs> the nastiest stuff. It's just really weird to just <sighs> bite into it, and you're expecting the crunch, and you get the. Ooze. <laughs> well, also, when I was in Carolina, I couldn't find sunflower seeds. I just could not. Really? Yeah. Oh, there were. Well, David's was really plush in the redneck country of Florida, which is the Panhandle. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're right. If as soon as you got over to the uh, east side of Florida, it kind of disappeared. I could find see in the season. I could find pumpkin seeds, but I could never find um, sunflower seeds. <laughs> Probably for the. Health and safety of your companions. Oh, no, I, I had it shipped in from home. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I have to admit, I I, I love spits, uh, the flavored yeah. spits. I, I, well, I've never I've never liked flavored sunflower seeds because I like the flavor of sunflower seeds. Well, I like the flavor of sunflower seeds because David's is overpoweringly salty. So if you get just the the standard, no, I, actually, season, I usually go with Fritos. Fritos? <laughs> oh, I didn't know Fritos made sunflower seeds. Well, it, they didn't originally. They bought out another company. You mean Frito-Lay. Yeah, Frito-Lay. Um, but it, <coughs> they, it was another company that they absorbed, and now they come. it's in the green bag, but it's now stamped with Frito-Lay. Oh. Um, I just love Spitz it's because they have a variety of flavors. So whenever And it's never too salty. David's is too salty. Yeah, especially on a long drive. <laughs> yeah, where you... Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly you're, you're pickling your own tongue yeah. as you're going along. So, train terror hero Spencer Stone was stabbed after trying to protect a girl being like- punched by her boyfriend during a gay club straight night, and then she <laughs> took off the attackers. Okay, so which one of them was gay? It was the straight night. I understand that. Her boyfriend. Gay cl- <laughs> I was wondering if he was gay. No, he was there on the straight night. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bet you one part of them was straight. Firefighters investigating gas leak at apartment block discover the smell was caused by the, the Swedish residents holding a fermented fish party. <laughs> Gefelte fish. So special. <laughs> you know how rancid that had to be that they, that they felt they needed to call the cops in. I mean, damn. <laughs> well, it was up in Stockholm, so. <laughs> well... Uh, this would actually have been funnier if it was something in, in like Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what I was hoping it was. I was in Wisconsin or Florida. <coughs> Portrait of Vladimir Putin painted using the artist's breasts is stolen while it's being delivered to the Russian leader for his 63rd birthday. There's nothing right with that article <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's like making a mural out of your own feces. Well, except that they do have pictures of the lady doing her <clears throat> art. artwork. <laughs> are they? Are they? Oh, see, at first I thought she was like, um, you know, motorboating the 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 brush, be, you know, and holding it up. But she actually puts the paint on, on her, her breast. nipple. No, well, no, it just shows up on her oh. breast on a low cut shirt, and then stamps it to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the flavor! She she looks so serious when she's doing it. I'm an artist. Um. <laughs> 
Does she get like dollar bills stuffed down her pants while she's doing it? Uh, didn't ask because I don't. I don't speak Russian. <laughs> I just can't imagine that being a. For you ladies out there, please tell me uh, whether you would consider that an art form you would pursue. And can pod we, people. <laughs> yeah, pod people at happyvalleyspeakeasy.com or uh, contact, contact us on our Happy Valley Speakeasy Facebook page. Parents share hilarious and ingenious notes they leave inside their children's packed lunches. Okay. Every time you don't eat your sandwich, a unicorn dies. <laughs> Hashtag dad fact. Love that. <laughs> I love that. So how many times did you write that to uh, Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one parent wrote, did a By the car- way, did you know that according to your daughter, you're a muggle? Really? Really. <laughs> I'll have to discuss this with her. <laughs> Apparently, because muggles just don't understand. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't know about magic. <laughs> <laughs> Looks weird, but tastes pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I love this. I would have loved to know what that's supposed to describe. Uh, didn't it, say. It, 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 it's a picture of just the note, not what it was on. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too bad. The next one has a picture of a sandwich wrapped up. FYI, this was not made with love. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, that parent of the year. I left the crust on. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was a dad. That oh, one yeah. was a dad right there. Just like, screw this. I'm not, I'm not cutting off another GD crust. Exactly. Let's see. One, one uh, parent wrote a note of encouragement cheering on their child, which read, you can do it. <laughs> Love yourself at lunch today. <laughs> Masturbate for life. <laughs> I was too tired to cut apple slices this morning. Please fend for yourself. <laughs> and just sent the apple. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, I have to use my teeth. This is not a note. This is also not a reminder that I love you. It is simply a very poor choice of napkin. Love, mom. No, yeah. exo mom, sorry. Blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Dear, dear Julian, have a great day. Love, Mom. And underneath, he wrote in big, big block of letters, I will not. <laughs> nice. New rule. I will keep packing this lunch until you eat it. Good luck. Love, Dad. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have, I have, your daughter is almost at the verge of dating. Unfortunately. I have a great new move for you. Which is? Obviously, you're not going to have the throne ready. No. So what you do is you offer the kid when he comes in for the interview, because you are going to do the interview. I have to do the interview. Okay. Give him a Coke or a bottle of water or something. As soon as he puts it to his lips and puts it down and the interview's over, get out a, 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 a rubber glove first, pick it up, put it into a, a Ziploc bag, seal it, and then write a date and a name. <laughs> I like that. Genius move I now, like isn't that? that? <laughs> I figured the other one was was to like be kind of quiet and mumbly, and when I go to say goodbye, just start rubbing his hair. <laughs> no, you need a oh, you need to hire a retard. I need a I you need to hire, hire a, re, a I need to hire Hiram in in my retard helmet. <laughs> you got nice hair. <laughs> I like your hair. No, I'm telling you the 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 bottle move, and then you just put on their DNA slash fingerprint. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> And then rush. 
<laughs> I'm telling you that that will scare the piss out of, and then you're going to get a phone call going you did that and then here if he's got daughters at all he's going to go you're a genius you're a freaking genius and by the way you're welcome for that one and yeah. all you dads out there feel free to take this scare the piss out of the people that are going to date your daughter because eventually someone's going to marry your daughter and you're still going to want to pay, scare the piss out of them. And make sure while you're sealing the bag, you're st- you do it very slowly while staring, staring in his straight. Eyes. Yeah, no no blinking. It is a solid the uh it is the uh interrogator stare. Oh yeah. And you're just zip zip dick, Wa- dick, dick, dick. watch NCIS project Gibbs. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but yeah, that's exactly what it is. I, I've been watching a lot of NCIS lately. Now you've been seeing it late, uh, late, up late lately, haven't you? Yep. <laughs> actually, I, I, I have been to watch. I'm actually finally on the final, uh, season 12 now. I'm on season four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get to watch that much TV. I don't watch any TV anymore. I just, it's strictly Netflix. No, I mean any uh, any the t- me in front of television happens very little because I just keep doing. Well, the last stuff. six weeks for me when I was up, uh, my sister doesn't have cable, so it was only rabbit ears. Okay, so it gives me about ten channels between the uh, between PBS one, PBS two, PBS three. <laughs> Actually, PBS there was four. like PBS, like there was seriously like uh-huh. seven PBS. Uh, no, in Northern Utah, there is ABC, NBC, CBS, and uh, Fox. And then there was like seven PBS channels. Like, how the hell did you get seven PBS channels? <laughs> Nobody has seven. And the LA doesn't have seven PBS channels. BBC one, BBC two, <laughs> BBC three. Well, yeah, but there, <laughs> there's only four channels, and they're all owned by the government. No, I, I, when we were there, they were up to six. Oh, well, because I do know Channel 4 well, and I, yeah. do, I love Channel 4. In the UK, Channel 4 is awesome. They're the ones that have the most brilliant... Uh, the, where they actually have entertainment. <laughs> well, they're the ones that came up with Sherlock. They're the ones that came mm-hmm. up with... Uh, and here's the funny thing. They come up with all these great shows, Doctor Who and blah, blah, blah. And then BBC buys them to distribute them internationally. From BBC? From No, from Channel 4. Oh, Channel 4 is not BBC. It's its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Channel 4 is actually cha- its own channel competing with BBC, but they're still owned by the government. <laughs> Uh, socialism, you gotta love it. <laughs> and talking about Netflix, Netflix will raise streaming prices by one dollar per month to make up for rising production costs of shows like House of Cards. You know what? I'm okay with that. No, one buck to pay for yeah, the shows yeah. that they're making. Yeah, yeah, and that's at each level, so everyone pays that extra. Yeah. So, like right now, I'm paying for the. You know, by the way, they stopped all DVD. Yeah, I knew they'd done that. Yeah, uh, so it's <laughs> it's a, it's a be- it's a better model. This actually is a better model, and uh, now what they're doing is they're having to—they're paying extortion <laughs> to uh, groups like Baja and Comcast mm-hmm. so that they can keep their portal open. Yeah, so they don't get <clears throat> throttled, uh, which was happening a lot, actually. Apparently, yeah. But uh, well, especially now, with Time Warner, they actually went to court against Time Warner about it, uh, and Time Warner lost. Yep, which was I thought was interesting. But uh, I also thought, well, and here's the thing. Netflix actually came back and said, we're willing to pay, but you weren't even willing to, do, to negotiate on us paying more so you don't throttle. Yeah. And the court came back and said, why aren't you just taking the money? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that was, that was, it was like, uh, you're wrong, and only are you wrong, but they, 
they offer you an amicable solution before you even came to court. Yeah. <laughs> dumbass is as dumbass does. Well, because well, it competes with okay, their streaming service. Okay, first of all, it's uh, uh, it's um, Time Warner is actually owned by uh, Ted Turner. Yeah. And he is an egomaniacal dick. Say it ain't so. <laughs> you know, he really is. There's a reason why he got divorced from Jane Fonda. You sure it went that direction? What, divorce? No, of, of who divorced who? No, she she dropped him like a stone. Yeah, you said he dropped him. Oh, I know. There was a reason why that. <laughs> and boy, did she walk away with. I think she even got one of his testicles in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I'm, I'm just saying the way he walks. <clears throat> um, so it's Mariah Carey, who's now 45, steps behind the camera looking youthful which I doubt greatly, while filming <laughs> scenes for a Christmas movie. Uh, mm, well, she does have those two really big Christmas hits. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, talking about her breasts. <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking back to the, uh, there was, there was a honey, the, the Mariah Carey movie back in the nineties. Oh, that um, nobody saw. I mean, nobody. nobody. Yeah, I know. Well, I, this is probably a Hallmark POS. Yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> Why does Hallmark come up with like these most the they can, for some reason they keep producing like Be- two to three uh, uh, I, I actually no, it's, more like, it's, it's like, like seven or eight new holiday movies per year, right? And they're all really really low budget and, and they, super horrible acted and but directed. There's all these B and C actors that want gigs and hate. It gets their face out there. It does, but wow. Spelling, we're looking at you. <laughs> Tori or... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, she, we're not looking at Tori Spelling. Have you seen her lately? <laughs> well, and she's done like three or four. I mean, there's, there's the burn last, victims. The last couple of years. There's burn victims who look, uh, look at Tori Spelling going, I'm so glad I'm not her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one might get me a little bit note, uh, <laughs> yeah. note from somebody here or there. There'll be burn victims going, I'm not that ugly. Well, that's what you're saying. I know. You're saying, saying you look I, better than Tori. Tori. Yeah. Feel good about yourself because <laughs> you're not that. <laughs> there aren't enough antibiotics to <laughs> make me want to shake Tori Spelling's hand without a glove. Man admits <laughs> shooting dead his wife of 10 years outside their marriage counselor's office. I'm guessing it didn't go well. Um, I can tell you that my marriage counseling session didn't go well. No, he did marriage counseling. <laughs> I know. I, I honestly didn't know. Okay, <clears throat> this is wife number one. I've never had to do it with wife number two. Uh, yeah, um, the uh, the former uh, or the current uh, Ms. Demond, she uh, insisted that in order for her to come back, that we had to go to um, counseling, and the only counseling that we could go to at the time was LDS services. <clears throat> Apparently, I'm told that LDS services counseling is a whole hell of a lot better now. But what I got told by the counselor then was I was wrong in everything. I should admit it and just say I'm sorry, and she might come home. That's not counseling. No, that wasn't counseling. That's the the girls' night out at the bar. Well, this was a dude. (laughs) And I said, well, unless my wife decides that she wants to come home, I don't see her and... As is, I'm willing to make changes, but we got to make changes together. And one of the changes is she lives with me, or we're not getting, or we're not married. Period. 
and uh, I filed three days later. <laughs> Good job, cancer. <laughs> yeah, way to, way to earn. That's why, I, uh, seriously, I whenever somebody says I'm going in for counseling on what on marriages, I'm like, good luck, but I don't think they'll help you. I I have a very my experience is so skewed well, on counseling. That, like with anything in life, it, <clears throat> if you if you got a shitty mechanic, your car's not going to get fixed. Uh, more than likely, but I still don't believe in counseling. I, I just don't. I, I think if you two are to the point where you're not even communicating be, without an arbiter, there's no reason even to save it. Well, there's something to be said about that. Well, why why would you go and dump money into somebody else's to have your uh, wife or soon-to-be ex-wife tell you how everything's wrong when she could just come home and tell you everything's wrong? Well, and just saying everything's wrong doesn't actually help. I know, I know, I understand that. But they didn't, this guy didn't even offer tools to help the situation. Yeah, he didn't do his job. So I'm just saying, I, I don't. And if anybody ever asks me, I'm going to say, if you can't work it out yourself, you'll be save the money by the lawyer. Or if, and if you're looking for, for tools to help out your marriage, this might help. Uh, mysterious mushroom that triggers spontaneous <laughs> orgasms in women. Phallic fungus <laughs> releases hormone-like compounds to excite with a single sniff. <laughs> Honey, I have these flowers for you. Orange mushrooms growing in Hawaii's in Hawaii rumored to have potential property uh, potent properties. Excuse me. Um, you know, between that and the new uh, female Viagra, I think it. somebody might get laid. <laughs> Research, researchers suggest hormone-like compound may be similar to human neurotransmitter <laughs> during sexual encounters to trigger the reaction. Almost half of the women in the experiment experienced an orgasm. It's shrooms. <laughs> oh, you're not talking about the penis head. <laughs> Sorry. Um, a school district in Connecticut city of Milford decided um, they were going to ban uh, Halloween festivities at the elementary school so as to not offend those families that don't celebrate Halloween. So not to offend the Jehovah's Witnesses. Pretty much. And there was (laughs) such a huge backlash, they backed off of it. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, parents do need to just start taking over their school district. There's a lot of bullshit that comes out of school districts now. Oh, yeah. (coughs) New York aunt Sue's nephew, who is 12, who broke her wrist while greeting her at his eighth birthday party, uh, suing for $127,000 because she can no longer hold a plate of hors d'oeuvres. Um, that kid doesn't have $120,000 unless he's a trust fund baby. Doesn't say. <laughs> but, hey, lady, how about you start drinking some milk so maybe you don't snap the wrist? Uh, Canal claims Sean broke her wrist by by leaping into her open arms. Canal, a 54-year-old human resources manager, sh- says she is still suffering. She said, I was at a party recently, and it was difficult to hold my hors d'oeuvres plate. Hors d'oeuvres. Uh, told judge the, the youngster should be held accountable for his behavior. For greeting you vigorously as a loved one. Okay. Hey, Aunt Bitch. I can't wait to piss I, on your your grave. Again, these are stories like this that make most of the U.S. hate the hate the Northeast. Yeah, 
You're suing a 12-year-old kid who doesn't even have control of the money, even assuming that he has it, which I don't think he does. Assuming that he has it, he doesn't even have control of it. So, yeah, go ahead and sue. He can't sign the check until he's 18. Uh, it's, this is just so, there's nothing right about that. <laughs> there's something dramatically wrong in that woman's life. Uh, let's see. I'll skip that one for now because it's a little dark. No, no, go dark. Let's go dark. <laughs> well, this well, let's one's, turn down the lights. Let's this go one's dark. a little dark, but not as dark as the other one. Well, then start. Go dark and then go darker. Okay. Father uses dummy to prank girlfriend into thinking their son has been blown up in quad bike accident as she <laughs> cries while watching the flames shoot into the air. And just kidding. <laughs> and, and it's all filmed for YouTube. Lose the dude, man. He's an ass. Oh, really? Mr. Let's burn hey, down the Y? That's a Y. It's not a freaking oh, I kid. Know. I understand that. but And that was a funny joke. Well, I wouldn't. You and I went Leoning. <laughs> That's I, totally different. We didn't know them personally. <laughs> you didn't know them personally. <laughs> okay, we, I guess we no, had no, it. We got, got it. Wait, yeah, we, got we, I said we've got to explain Leon. We, <clears throat> it's all Mike's when we fault. first got to Southern Utah. I, bl- I blame Mike. <laughs> well, Mike is a good is the source of the of the action. <laughs> he's the one that gave us the good idea. <laughs> and this he's, is he's, a, who, he's the one who invented Leon. Yeah, this is true. Um, when we got to Southern Utah, we realized real quickly that there's nothing to do here except go to the movies. And even then, there were still some good movies, but they didn't come out very it often. It was the year that the first Batman movie came out. Uh, 1989, yeah. And also uh, Last Crusade. I mean, there was, a, there was a few good movies that came out, but yeah, like said, <laughs> there was a few months of darkness between them. And uh, we also had UHF, which we went to like seven times. I, <laughs> I still now. do. I still love that show. Anyway... Um, between these movies coming out, we got very, a little bored. We're getting a lot of bored. And so we talked to our cousin. Mind you, this is during the time period where we had um, invented uh, twinking. <laughs> oh, twi- uh, twinkying. Actually, uh, we didn't, wasn't tw- I called it ding-donging because we grabbed the ding-dongs. Because they were chocolate. I, I, I always grabbed the Twinkies. Oh, well, I always grabbed the Ding Dongs. It was much more fun. The state park that at the time you didn't have to pay to drive through, <laughs> and it was right next to a, a The National farm. Institute of Fatness. I mean, fitness. Otherwise, no, it was the Fat Farm. Yeah, we called it the Fat Farm. And the people would run up and down the, well, the they state would walk, park, because it's absolutely beautiful up there. And they'd also walk down to the convenience store and get their Twinkies and come back. So we'd drive real slow through the park, and thro- <laughs> we'd go first to the... To the second day store with that had the old Twinkies and the old Ding Dong, <laughs> buy a box of them for oh, a buck. Oh, it would be, yeah, we buy like eight boxes of them and drive real slow through there and throw Twinkies and Twink and and, and Ding, Ding Dongs at the at the joggers at the fat runners. <laughs> anyway, back to Leon. It was a douchebag move. It was. We admitted that. Well, That's yeah, why we, we did it because we were and it was seriously because we were bored to tears. Anyway, on to Leon. <laughs> the elevation of Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. This one was uh, was perfected. Well, I think we perfected it really because we took it to a whole new level. Yeah, um, it was a good idea that was created by our cousin who had also moved here about the same time. Anyway, from California, who was also bored. Stiff. Yeah, so we were bored stiff. So my cousin, as a practical joke, took an old pair of, of Levi's, sewed them to a really nasty old pair of boots, stuffed them full of hay or straw, and then we would just leave them under, halfway underneath the car. So like so. As Two in the summer. morning, someone goes into the grocery store, and they'd stuff it under the car. No, actually, they didn't do it at 2 o'clock in the morning. You and I did. Uh, we had a 24-hour market here, and uh, we would find 
not just, we'd find really obnoxious college kids that and do it to them because uh, especially freak. the girls because they would freak. But we would find the old ladies that would come in. <laughs> but <they'd, laughs> 90% of them would go screaming, running back in the storm. In the store, and you grab the legs and run and go hide and watch the, <laughs> watch the, ensu- the ensuing comedy. Yes. There was one time where <laughs> the lady just started beating the shit out of the legs. <laughs> it was so funny. And there was one lady that saw that was so mad that someone would have gotten drunk under her car. Her words. She jumped in, gunned it in reverse, and when she saw it was a joke, went forward and back about three or four times. Before, all over the, and just, just, off. just destroyed the, the jeans. And we're in the corner of the, bar, <laughs> the parking lot just dying. Oh, we were, it was seriously, we were, it was so hard to stand up, and we had tears running down. The manager saw us and suddenly looked at us and went, Did you do this? And we we're like, Yeah, that's us. He goes, That's the best practical joke I've ever seen. Unfortunately, the Walmart here, which is now 24 hours, has cameras. Yeah, but uh, this is back before uh, people could afford cameras. But, oh, my gosh, it was so funny. <laughs> anyway, Leoning. That's, that's what Leoning was. Yeah. I haven't done that. I've, I've been we would, we would call the, the pair of jeans Leon. That's why. And, yeah. But, <laughs> so, oh, did I ever tell you about the time I, I, I hung Leon in the Fly Raptors over at Dixie High uh-uh. School? <laughs> well, there was a kid who was talking about. So, you know, if, if for anybody who's never worked theater, a theater stage has the the space above the stage where they can fly stuff up out of the way. That's the fly loft. So, uh, I took Leon, and I I tied it around the uh, around the belt loops and just hung him on the fly rail. And uh, <laughs> this kid had been talking about committing suicide. Oh, great! And, well, I talked him out of it, and I said, "You really want to get these guys back?" Because he'd been talking. Uh, uh, these kids were bullying him, and uh, well, let's get him back. Think, make him think that you actually did. He goes, "What do you got?" So I took the fly. <laughs> I took them, put them on the fly rail, so that you only saw just the jeans hanging down from the top of the proscenium and the feet, <laughs> and they were just dangling and swinging. And everybody started coming in for an assembly. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russ immediately goes over, starts bringing, you know, closes the curtains, brings it down and looks at, you know, looks at this and goes, this isn't right. <laughs> he immediately turns over to me and goes, no. <laughs> I went, yeah. <laughs> he goes, you really did something here. <laughs> I went, what? He goes, everybody out there is in panic thinking that this kid just committed suicide. I went, well, the answer now is to have him walk out on stage. And he did. And uh, about half the audience started standing up applauding just because it was a great lesson. You know, yeah. don't screw with the kid. The kids that were <clears throat> that had uh, were bullying him to the point where he was talking about suicide were bawling. They were, in, they were absolutely beside themselves thinking Good. that he had, oh, yeah. It was a a little dramatic, but it was a lesson well 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 learned. But Russ, boy, was he pissed! Oh, I bet <laughs> Russ was mad as hell. I'm like, what? You can fly anything on these things? You know, uh, he's retiring this year. Yeah, I know. I saw that on on Facebook. For those who are uh, wondering, this is Russ Saxton, who's been the theater department teacher for twenty. 22, 23 years. And the only uh, theater director <clears throat> in the county that knows anything about tech and is actually quite brilliant at it and be able to get really good acting out of his students. <laughs> you know, he, his, the way that he can get acting out of his students, I'm so, for somebody who's so well versed in tech, 
I'm surprised he has the ability to to draw. His production of Les Mis was, was amazing. Was better than Tuacons, <clears throat> which is a summer stock theater. And uh, his production of uh, and Phantom was the same caliber. <laughs> Phantom was. Well, you got the other thing that made that better was that they actually used a live band, and the live band was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, they were in tune and on time. And they they were listening to each other as they played, mm-hmm. and they weren't overdriving the the music like most high school bands do. Yeah, and that was really impressive. Well, even back when he was in the old crappy theater, my <laughs> senior year of high school, um, we we did some singing in the rain, and he decided we wanted to have it rain on stage. Oh, you guys brought in trees? No, we um, we we built a set piece. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we built a set piece that had louvers built into it. Okay. And we were supposed to build a drainage system, but never we ran out of time. <laughs> so it went into the pit. So it the rain was the water stayed on stage. And remember the old theater didn't have a pit, it just had those steps down. I had the steps down, but it also was slightly raked to the left. But there was no actual pit. No. But the water would pull on stage. So you had to squeegee it off? So we would and, and the rain scene is right at the end of the first act. Right. So you know, he does his dance, does his bow, close the curtain, turn off the house, up the house lights, the curtain warmers, turn on every light on stage, and get all the techs out there with shop vacs and mops. <laughs> we warped the hell out of the stage by the end of the production. Why, why didn't you just squeegee it out the door? Well, we did, but the problem was we didn't have any kind of actual drainage system because we wanted to build the set piece that would all contain it. We, oh, I see. We just ran out of time. <clears throat> but what was really funny about it was the the first night of dress, he's out there in taps doing... It's the singing in the rain number. <laughs> right. From Fred Astaire, right. Yeah. You know, he gets, you know, 30 bars into it and slips and falls on his ass. And, of course, his <laughs> mom just freaks. And just like the original movie, he didn't get the role because he could act or sing very well, but because he could dance. Right. And he pulled off the rest enough to make it work. Right. So she's freaking out. Oh, he's already back. And so we, we come back together and, and we think through it all night and. Um, Russ came up with a great idea of recording the, the orchestra for that number. Well, he, he didn't record the orchestra. He um, recorded the taps. Him, oh, so he did in soft shoe the rest of the night. And But with a beat track that we played to the orchestra headsets. Oh, okay. And so, yeah. Um, That's actually a really great idea. And so we had this track that on uh, one channel would, was the, the taps that would go out to the, the speakers. Right. The other channel was the beats that would go down to the orchestra, and he was in moccasins. Oh, Okay, so it was soft shoe. Yeah, it was all soft shoe. It's the only way we could do it with that stage and the way we had it raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if you take a look actually at the movie, Fred Astaire actually never gets wet while he's actually yeah. dancing. Well, that's every, pretty much every movie that has rain. Um, yes and no. There's, okay, there's occasional, but for the most part. <clears throat> but when, he's, when he splashes, it's just pools of water, but there's no water falling down on him. Yeah. Um, and then when he's standing there getting soaked, he's actually not dancing because it's a close-up. And um, I don't know if you ever saw the. Um, there was a. He also ended up getting pneumonia <laughs> doing it. I doubt it. About ten years ago, there was a Volkswagen commercial where they took that original footage and then intercut it with a modern dancer and a hip hop track to it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You have to look it up. It is very, very well done, very subtly done, and it's just a. F- <laughs> it's the, fun to watch. By the way, have you seen the latest uh, Hyundai uh, Santa Fe commercial? I couldn't tell oh, you. this is so great. So. They got it, this was shown during the uh, NFL last weekend. Then I uh, probably haven't seen it. Okay, it's a it's a dad. He's walking away with his son, and he uh, it's a and he has a trophy, and across it it has embroiled you know the uh, the plaque 
participation. And he goes, you know, he's, you know, this is all inner monologue. He pulls it and goes, they were the champions. He didn't just participate. They won. So he pulls it off, peels off the, uh, the uh, plaque. And then with a Sharpie, he writes, champs. And he gets in the car and hands it. goes, here you go, champ. The internet has gone absolutely apoplectic. Half of them love the commercial. Well, basically, all the football fans love the commercial. All the, all the people who all the are, real who, who, all the people who are about exceptionalism and love, love this commercial. All, all the, the socialists hate it. Oh, they they are ripping it to shreds. All the all the particip- participation trophy, uh, yeah. trophy moms and dads out there just are <laughs> ripping this thing apart. So far, it is the most successful car commercial that Hyundai has ever put oh, together. I and it's brilliant. I, and it just, it, it's really, it's a very, very good. I, you should look it up on YouTube. I'll uh, tell you that. Uh, not during the show because it's all mostly visual. So um, on to TV and movie news. <laughs> Entertainment news by Kimball Willard. ABC is re- re- working with Sony to remake Fantasy Island with a female lead. And okay, that already sucks. Yeah. You need another Ricardo Montalban. And subtracting the titular location. So it's going to be Fantasy Island in, in Arizona. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know that that's, that's the location. But no, it's, it's, in, but no, it's not going to be an island, they're, man. They're going to, yeah, they're filling it in New Mexico, in Albuquerque. Why? Well, actually, is it, it's going to be done by CBS, right? Or no, ABC. ABC. Okay, that means they can't do it in Hawaii because they don't have facilities. CBS has facilities in Hawaii. The new Fantasy Island will follow a brilliant, dynamic, and sexy woman who runs a San Francisco-based outfit that aims to fulfill clients' deepest and or darkest wishes. Okay, so this means it's going to be all BDSM and gay. (laughs) (laughs) No, tell me that's not what that says. Yep. Uh, uh, And and I'll bet you six episodes and it's done. I'm just wondering what they they replaced the the dwarf with. (laughs) The midget? Yeah. A gay bondage. (laughs) (laughs) Love boss. Tranny bond. uh, Tranny. Yeah, it'll be a midget that's into tranny. That's a tranny and and And, and not to give CBS any perks. They're working on a reboot of MacGyver right now. Uh, Don't. I thought MacGyver was was NBC. It's well. It says CBS is is one who's rebooting it right now. Um. Well. Stop screwing with our with our past, <laughs> MacGyver. If I okay, if it's CBS, that's not the one I'm rebooting. I'm rebooting Magnum PI. No, well, and it's also is it, and, and it, what you do is, is you, is you it, do it, a continuation of. But Magnum. that's the thing you don't have to reboot it. Yeah, continue you just continue it. it as as he's uh, retired and like his son or something. Yeah, pass the reins. That works. That concept works really well. And if you're and if he's still the and dad, it doesn't in, piss off the people, people who grew up. No, with the I show. mean it means that people the people that love the show will watch the show. So you still get that audience. Plus, you get the new audience. Yeah, I mean that's not a concept that's really hard. To, though um, there's such a lack of imagination in Hollywood these days. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, you, you do realize how NCIS came around, right? Wasn't it um, uh, from... It was a spinoff from Jack. Yeah, from Jack, um, Jack dying early. Well, no, Jack didn't die. That's the thing. Jack died early because it was canceled on NBC. Yeah. CBS saw the potential in the show and picked it up for another six seasons. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they ran on CBS for a long time. And I, I watched it religiously because I loved the show. Well, they introduced NCIS with Mark Harmon and the original cast. <coughs> And spun it off, 
And that first year, actually the first three episodes was a little fledgling. The rest of it was solid. I mean, they suddenly overnight, which is why it's, it's been 13 the, seasons. The writing and directing and acting on that show is phenomenal. Now, I do understand that uh, 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 Dinozo, I don't know if you saw this, uh, is going over to NCIS LA. That's unfortunate. Not only is okay, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, but it NCIS is done. This is their last season. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it is. I, I'll double check it, but I think this is their last season. So he's jumping over to well, then continue. that's Then that's a smart move. <laughs> well, it is for and, him. And, and when they started LA, they started it as a crossover. But, I mean, um, but I'm sorry, but New Orleans is a better show. Um, probably because it's a better concept and you got a better actor. And Mark is the producer. Mark Bellis? Or no. Mark, oh, Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon's the producer of, of, of New Orleans. Um, well, that doesn't surprise me. Smart move on his part. Brilliant no, part. it is, because now he's just going to make money. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, he can still control the quality of it. Well, he can. And he lo- he act- See, how, if, you're, if you're the cast of NCIS, 14 seasons. That's incredible. You've been working solid as an years. actor and as, as crew for 14 seasons. That's a long time to work. Yeah. In Hollywood, that's, that's an eternity. And uh, uh, um, David McCallum, mm-hmm. you, you know who David McCallum yeah. is. Have you seen his resume at all? He was, in the great, he was in The Great Escape. Yeah. I mean, he's one of my favorite British actors of all time because he's very classic. Well, and you can tell he's very classy in the way that and he presents himself. Well, not only that, but he, uh, he loves the craft of acting. Yeah, and it, it it shows he loves the he's not there because he wants to be popular he's there because he loves to pretend to be other people yeah and uh, as um, Doctor Mallard uh, he's really coming to his own as as an actor and they're they're giving him a wide range of emotional uh, oh plus roles. they've allowed his char- his character to develop quite a bit oh, even yeah. in the first four seasons wait till you get to 10 11 and 12 well and see i i've i've seen probably half of the seasons just watching on tv yeah this is the first time i've ever watched it from beginning just to end. so you keep the bridge yeah. well and and to, to get the episodes i've missed anyway i it's just ncis is just one of those shows i re, it's i it's the same producer that did magnum pi and airwolf it's, airwolf kind of sucked but uh, Magnum P.I. I, I like yeah. the, the concept of Airwolf, but the, the actors didn't have the chops to pull it off. No. The, well, um, one actor did, but he was so old it didn't matter. Well, when you don't have a whole group like, like Yeah, when NCIS. you don't have an ensemble you know, like you do NCIS or Jag had a great ensemble. Um, there's quite a few. Uh, SVU has a great, yeah. had a great ensemble. Well, like I, I was reading on uh, oh, Cote d'Azur, uh, the, girl, the lady who plays Ziva. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cote de, uh, yeah, it's Cote de Piazzo. Yeah. Um, when, when they were auditioning, uh, she almost, they'd asked her to audition a few times, but she was waiting for a play to come together and it right. fell apart. So she went to the audition at the very last minute. Sure. And, um, Mike Weaverly was there as part of the audition uh, um, or weaving or whatever. Right. Um, Wait, uh, Michael Waverly. T- Tony Denosa. Right. And he, get, they get halfway through the audition and he starts improving with her. And he, he starts brushing her hair and, and saying stuff. You look just like, um, just like Sa- Sa- Sama Hayek. Oh, <laughs> Sama Hayek. And, you know, and, mm-hmm. But she played off it, and there was just this natural chemistry between the two. Which is probably why he went, okay, done. Yeah. Because uh, well, they wanted that chemistry. Don Blazerio, he's, he's the executive producer yeah. and the producer and the creator of the show. He also did Magnum P.I. Um, <clears throat> he's done stuff for CBS for decades. Uh, so I actually like to go. <laughs> and the other, here's the other thing. 
because he's the uh, he's the the creator for Magna PI and other such shows. That's why you see Magna PI, Airwolf, and other shows of his creep into NCIS's references. Yeah. by Denozo. Denozo is actually, I think, I can't actually honestly say this, but I do think I think Denozo is him. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, the guy is constantly referring to movies and, yeah. and filmmaking. And well, what's really funny if you watch the first season. The very first film reference is not made by Tony. Um, first film reference is made by Gibbs. Uh, he references the Maltese Falcon. Oh, that's right. And and Dinozo had never seen it. And then oh, about but, four uh, four episodes later, he starts going into the references of newer films. Yes. And then that becomes a regular part of his yeah, yeah, it's it's a reoccurring joke. And he drives everybody else nuts with all the movies he's watched. <laughs> And, and then Sean Murray was a later edition in season th- – well, he showed up in season two. Actually, he shows up in season one well, as a bit piece, a bit player in three of the episodes. Yeah, but the, the IT guy, right. And at the very end of season four, they bring him on as, as a probie. <laughs> you know, it's been so long since I've seen – I've seen them all in order. But it's taken me like a year and a half yeah. <laughs> to do it. Well, and again, I, I get to see like one episode a night because I just have no time. <laughs> well, uh, when I was unemployed, <laughs> I, well, how, I, I embodied binge watching. How, how I first started on, on NCIS is when I was working a contract with mom when I was doing Pirates, a sure. side programming contract. And I couldn't get anything done at home because of all the kids. And so I'd come here to program and just that was what was on TV during the day that wouldn't piss me off. <laughs> Oh, on USA, right? But I could half ignore it, sure. Which is exactly what I did with. Pro- but the program. problem, the problem is, you get sucked into it. You can't ignore the show. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's the problem that well I had. Yeah, yeah, it's so well done, and it, it's. I mean, it's well produced. The stories never drag, and that's the part I like about it. Oh yeah, no, it's very tightly done. It just really kicks through. Now that we've had our spooge over his, yeah, yes. So, um, remember, remember the actor Randy Quaid. Yes, the, the batshit insane At Randy. Quaid. Every role he does. And in his personal Personally, life. Did you see him? Uh, did you so see in 2010, mind you, he's been in a buttload of films. Most of them were B-rate, but he's worked continuously okay. and been in like, independent stand. Uh, do you know the backstory on this a little bit? He's well, been, he, he can't come back to the United States. Well, here's the thing. So back in 2010, him and his wife this is get the, arrested <laughs> for squatting in a house right. and causing $5,000 of damage. Right. So before the court date, they bail to Canada. Canada. Right. So they can't come back to the United States. Last week, they get picked up <laughs> illegally crossing the border back into the U.S. <laughs> and held on half a million dollar charge. Ah, uh, funny. Well, okay. <laughs> Two years ago, I don't know if you saw this, he and his wife did a, uh, a YouTube video. I'd heard about it. I never watched it. He actually bangs her. Putting on, um, oh, I can't remember whose face, but starts slamming her from behind, and it looks like he is it, insane. And it looks like it's anal. <laughs> he goes, he was talking about being, uh, goes, uh, uh, talking about being fucked in the ass, and he goes, "This is what I'm going to do to you." And starts ramming his wife on YouTube. She's she's got a top on, but the pants are clearly down, and he pulls he pulls out behind. Camera's accurate enough that. It, you don't see him, 
but just start slamming her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, is, it is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you two probably took it down now, but I'm pretty sure there's other, like uh, Daily Motion might have it, but it, it's so freaking creepy. <laughs> it's, you know, that's, um, anyway, batshit insane. Yeah, he is, he is batshit insane. More film no- news. All film show- shoots are now banned in L.A. schools. What? Oh, you mean uh, to film in a school? Yeah, you. In the past, you could, um, like, on the weekends, you could pay to, to and over the summer, school. and over the summer, it was quite common, especially where we grew up. Sure, it's now banned in all LA school district schools. Well, I guess you're filming in Ventura County now. After Revenge of the Petites porn film was shot in classrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Bobby's artwork? (laughs) (laughs) And now the dark piece. Okay. Revealed the dark history of Hitler's first death camp, how Nazis murdered psychiatric patients and their nurses to test out gas chambers before they were used uh, for mass exterminations of the Jews. This is actually well known. Well, the... I mean, posted, like, uh, there must be a, like a new documentary or book on it. Well, and, and they found a bunch more actual <laughs> photos from the camp. <coughs> it, it, I, if you ever get the chance, you've got to go see Dachau, uh, Dirkau or Auschwitz or mm-hmm. uh, Madonic. Madonic is absolutely horrifying. If you ever get the chance, you really, really need to see this. Get over to Germany, get over to Austria, go over to uh, Poland. <laughs> or Czechoslovakia, or the Czech Republic. My my apologies to the Czechs, and uh, <laughs> and experience it because this is a part of history that's slowly been. I mean, there's people that still are Holocaust deniers. Iran. <clears throat> well, Iran's just bat, is another group of batshit insane. Hey Mo, there's people in Europe saying it never happened. Really? Yeah, there's people in the United States saying it never happened. Oh yeah, they're skinheads. Yeah. <laughs> and not just skinheads. There's there's actually thirty percent of the population, the same thirty percent who believe that we never got to the moon, but, they, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm just shocked it's that high. It's that high. Wow. Yeah, you're the same group that are doing phone pitching. We realize that. <laughs> yeah, when when your entertainment is life or death of your cell phone, which <laughs> I, I, I for those people, I really hope you never upload your shit to the cloud. No, seriously, I would love to have you drop it, destroy it, and not be able to recover your data. Because he's that kind of loving guy. Well, you just deserve to be that stupid. If you're going to be that stupid, you, you deserve to have a monster amount of headache to restore all of your contacts and reminds me Facebook of, posts and selfies. Reminds me of a, of Those are the same idiots who put selfies on, air, on while they're eating at Burger King. Oh, I read. I didn't print it off, but there was an article about a lady that is too. She she admits she's too self self absorbed to have a boyfriend because she takes so many selfies during the day. <laughs> she then has to take two hours to go through them all at night to decide which ones are good enough to actually post. Um, actually, none of them. <laughs> none. <laughs> I was going to suggest something very, very wrong. <laughs> Why not? We're already talking about Nazi death camps. Okay. <laughs> and and Start Ra- Randy Quaid banging his wife while wearing the mask of someone he wants to, he wants revenge on. Um, take selfies uh, downstairs and send those to your boyfriend. <laughs> but there, there was a, a, a dude that did an exhibit where he he took intimate close up uh, 
you know, not really well-known shots of people and then blanked out through Photoshop, got rid of their electronic devices. Uh-huh. And so there's like a picture of a couple that are sitting in bed together back to back, each with their hand up. <laughs> but, it, it, but it just shows the complete disconnect. Yeah. I mean, I remember it was good. Good gosh. Eight years ago, Michelle, my wife and I were on a date and we're watching this couple, 19-year-old couple, sitting at a table. The dude's paying for dinner. And texting, uh, have you, and not texting each other. Yeah, I mean, okay, do this uh, next. If if uh, especially with your son, do this. Take him out to dinner. It's just you and your and your and your wife and and Jeremy. Take your cell phones, put them in a pile. First person to pick up the cell phone pays for dinner. Oh, I was going to go. First person who picks up the cell phone gets stabbed with a fork. Uh, that works too, but pays for dinner. Yeah. No, this is actually a, a thing I, for about for group dates now. This this is actually a thing. They mm-hmm. they stack their cell phones up, and everybody knows their own ring, yeah. their own rings for Facebook or what or whatever their social media and or text messages. First person to touch their cell phone pays for dinner. No, I got to give him. Bit, <clears throat> I got to give Jeremy a lot of credit. Of on his own, just felt he needed a refresh <laughs> last week. Um, disconnected himself from Twitter. Going cold turkey may not be the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that kid was addicted. Well, that's why he, you know, he figured he, it was time to take a step back. I mean, <laughs> okay. Now, for you people out there, if you, your main worry in life is how many likes you're getting per day, I don't care how people like me, which explains my personality. Well, yeah, you're, you're giving other people way too much power over your life. Oh yeah, and not only just you're giving a device power over your life. So, how many downloads are we getting per month? Uh, what? <laughs> I didn't say tweets. <laughs> I didn't say likes. You're the one. Besides, you're the one that doesn't talk that crap. Well, I'm just interested to see how many people are listening to us. I'm just interested to see whenever we can have people to be able to, to go after and get advertising. Uh, that would be never. <laughs> we're not that popular. We I have uh, a dream. <laughs> we weren't that popular in high school. We're not that popular. Yeah. <laughs> we had four friends in high school, buddy. No. And no. We shared two of them. No, you could count most of the guys in the band friends. No, I could acquaintances, count <laughs> acquaintances, peers, perhaps, but I wouldn't. I really, honestly, wouldn't call all of them friends. I, I would say I want to go all of them, but the majority of the kids in band, especially in California, I would consider friends. Oh, the, uh, the ones here in Utah, not even close. <laughs> I would. Those are people that would just pass. Here by. in Utah, it was four kids in band. <laughs> uh, in my band, it was. One, two, three, four and a half, five. Well, part of it was just my schedule when I moved back here. I only had time for jazz band. Yeah, jazz. And no, so no. Mo- most of my friends were in theater. And by, because uh, this witch stuck me in beginning band, not advanced band, I I stopped caring. Ah. I stopped playing. Uh, honestly, I just play whatever I wanted to, and I would play wrong notes <laughs> on purpose the entire time. <laughs> I know you can play better than that. Yeah, I can. Especially when you throw me into the into the advanced band. I'm not playing this shit. But you no, no, you know I'm better than this. You need a base uh, a base in here. Granted, but I'm not doing it. Well, what what also happened because she found out about my all the marching I'd done in California. <laughs> um, they started doing marching practices in the morning before school, and I wasn't part of the street, band. Street marching or field. It was it it was primarily street, it, and but it was all it was park and play on the field. <laughs> they 
they weren't ready for any real field stuff. But, no. But she had me come in as the field instructor to teach him the basics. Okay. How, which, to, how, which, to, how to roll your feet and how to breathe. and how Which to... uh, pissed off half the kids because they knew that I was in high school with them. <laughs> so? So, it's, yeah, most of the kids in the band here, I just like, whatever, you're not worth my time. <laughs> that whole band here was not worth the time. I mean, I, I, when I was in jazz band there. Uh, well, like, um, actually, who was the, the really good trumpet player? Who, not, not DJ, the, 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 other, the other guy. Uh, I can't uh, forget his name. Yeah, it's DJ and Dell. Dell. So Dell's younger brother, Mark. Right. He was a senior with me. Okay. Him and I got on great. It was the same thing where he got moved in. By the way, I ran into Dell a couple of years ago. Actually, I haven't seen him in probably six years, seven years. Uh, about five years, five years ago. I moved the week I moved into uh, my house in in Hurricane. The one I lost. Um, he uh, he ended up uh, playing for a farewell. Ah. and uh, I had no idea he was even there. I sat down and started talking to Jonah, telling him to behave. He goes, "I know that voice, Spencer. What are you doing here? <laughs> I just moved in here." <laughs> I hadn't seen Dell since '96. And the funny part is, DJ lives out that way too. <clears throat> uh, DJ does, and he also, but he's on tour so often that I barely ever see him. Yeah, the only time I see him is in December. Well, he's always out with with the Dallas Brass. He is, but in December he does the solo gigs over at the Tabernacle, mm-hmm. which is very very lovely uh, Christmas stuff that he does. I've honestly only ever been in the Tabernacle once. Really. Go take a tour. It's really cool. I always had gigs. I, was, I never had time for that stuff. You do now? Not really. What are you doing Saturday? Disneyland. Bastard. <laughs> I wasn't bringing it up. I don't want to rub it in. <laughs> oh, now. Now you don't rub it in. Before, it was like, hey, I'm flying to uh, this place. I'm flying to yeah, Rhode Island. And, 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 and after you ripped my ass on the air, I, I became, <laughs> and even then, started becoming more conscious about not... And I didn't mean yeah, it. I didn't mean it as a rub and, in. And, and actually, it wasn't so bad until Hiram goes, "Why are you rubbing your dick into his face?" And it's at that point, I start backing <laughs> off on it, and I don't didn't talk about. No, something. actually, I'm, I finally can afford to take the kids to. Uh, that's basically our Christmas this year. I'm going to do it right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, tomorrow I'm ordering the uh, the hotel and the tickets. Cool. And we're doing it so that at least Tom Sawyer's Island. Oh, Tom Sawyer's we Island. We talk about this. We can't. We got to. Oh, talk we got to talk this. about this. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Southern California, you're going. If you love Tom Sawyer's Island, you need to get there before January first. The fort <laughs> is just about to be gone forever, even though you can't go inside anymore. No, and and if uh, so, what's happening is Star Wars Land is in fact coming to Disneyland. It's, it's going to be put behind where the current uh, training arenas are, be, uh, behind uh, Frontierland and behind uh, behind where the, where the petting zoo is. Uh, yeah, uh, Th- Thunder Mountain Ranch, all the way back into the training arenas, which is adjacent to uh, Toontown. Now, the plus side is... Toontown stays. Toontown stays. It's off the chopping block. <laughs> yes. The downside, they're yeah. moving in the railroad track and moving, shortening the island and shortening the river. Um, which is okay on, on some parts of it. I just think that uh, Disney is going to do the, no- the big no-no of going politically correct on the, on the uh, Rivers America tour. Oh, I don't think they'll put the Native Americans back in when they remove everything. I don't think. Well, they, I think they're gone. I think they put the village, but no characters. Eh, possibly. Or they go full, you know, they go full moose and bear across. The well, whole part thing. of it is, is the way that they're shifting. I don't know where they put it at. Um, right, still right there because uh, they still have to put a barrier between 
the river and the uh, and the entry into Star Wars land. But what's not confirmed, but everybody think is going to happen, um, just because they can't see how else they could do it, is where they bring the track back up to connect to Toontown Station. They're going to have to wipe out the what used to be the. Uh, the DJ club, the oh, Videopolis video. and the, it's, fantasy, it's the, now the fair, fair fantasy, fantasy. court. Th- that's going to have to go. Um, only parts of it. I think the stage is gone. Yeah, I think the stage. But is they'll gone. Re- well, they'll retheme it as the Princess Meet. And no, the, yeah, the front end stuff. The, the, the shops will still be there, but well, the, the stage will have to. I go. know, but I think they're going to make a mini castle uh, court back there. That, that, that'd work. It would because then you're hiding the train, and they need, really need to fix up. Uh, Toontown Station needs a, a revamp. Yeah. I'm and, sure it'll get us part of it, but as part of that, they shut down the trains uh, second week of January, and uh, they uh, don't open until 2018. Actually, it's uh, April of 2017. Uh, They're planning to do all this in a year and three months. Um, they actually could because it's not that much train track that they're re- rerouting. But, I, but with the river and all that, and it's really not that much. It's but really it also that means that Fantasmic is gone for that time period. Um, so is the Columbia, the Mark Twain, the Davy. Uh, the whole the anything Davy on Crockett. the river is, is gone. To, the, yeah. the island's gone for that time. No access. What's, um, what's even, also going away in January, not related to that. In January, they are going to shutter Aladdin. Completely. Completely. Uh, what are they going to do with it? You're talking about the one that's in California Adventure. Oh, the, the show. The, the, the show. State show. Oh. They're going to shut. That's really popular. It's hugely popular. They tried to shutter it two, two or three years ago. But and, and, the, the, the attendance fan, is so. The time. fans started a social, on social networking, really hammered Disney. <laughs> yeah, they love it so much. The genie is brilliant. It's but, really unfortunate that um, Facebook wasn't around when they decided to shutter the uh, mainstream electrical parade. Well, but they brought it back a few times. Uh, well, they have, but never in the park, actually. It's always been in California. Oh, Adventure. that's right. But um, there and there, there's rumors that they're going to replace it with a Frozen theme show. Oh, gag! Uh-huh. Oh, I think I just may have vomited a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the theme show that I should do, especially if oh, this would be good, um, since the untu- the Incredibles are coming out again in 2017, they should revamp for that. That'd be interesting. Well, yeah. And then you you got a promotional. Uh, a show, <clears throat> and you, if you already have a storyboard for it, what the hell, right? Well, and the last time we went, they they had a, a fifteen minute sing along song, sing along show in the Muppets the, uh, theater. Yeah, three theater. I believe the Muppets are going away. Yeah, they're shattered. Um, I don't know if it's going to be away. I don't know if Muppets are out of the park altogether, or if they're if they're going to bring back Muppets as a different show in the theater. Uh, I haven't heard what they're planning on doing with the theater. Well, they have two theaters that do the, basically the same thing next to each other. Well, they got the Bugsland yeah, Theater and they got it, that it's one. A different show. Yeah, but they basically are the same entertainment. Yeah, I think you shutter it and, and revamp that whole site as a dark ride. Well, at one point they talked about um, <coughs> leaving the current Monsters Inc. ride there. Oh, and, that should stay and, where it is. And putting around it a Monsters Inc. Uh, e-ticket roller coaster based on the Doors Factory. That could be interesting. And oh, so, were, so it, you're talking about a, a hung, uh-huh. a, a hung ride rather yeah, than, and, a, than a, rather than a, a coaster. Yeah, an, an, an under track coaster. Right. And they were going to do it, but it got shuttered when um, <laughs> they had the budget freak out with what was going on at Disney Disney World and I, the Fast Pass. Plus you know, they system. really don't have room there to do that kind of a. It would have uh, been very tight, but they, they they figured out a way to fit it in there. You would have to go over most of everything that was there. Yep. 
Um, <clears throat> and it would actually shut down the back lot. Yep. They would have to revamp the whole back lot. Yep. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, as, as a big fan of roller coasters, I think it would work. I just don't think it would work there. They wanted to keep it tied in with the, <clears throat> the Monsters Inc. Right? No, no, I get it. That's why I think you would be better off, you know, on the... This is how boring the uh, the uh, uh, the Muppet Show was. Remember when we went for, for the Pirates, right? Yeah, when we were doing our part, all of our Pirates research. <laughs> okay. I got in there. I remember seeing Kermit talk to Fozzie and then you waking me up. <laughs> I kid you not. Now, what was funny <clears throat> about that trip is we had Peter with us because he yeah. was doing music for us. And Peter has annual passes. He's down there like two, three times a month with his kid. He's there like four times a month or more. He had never been in that theater before. He didn't know it was there. Oh, really? Had no idea. Oh, well, it was so boring. I Seriously, I fell asleep. You woke me up. Hey, the show's over. Are we going anywhere? Uh, uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs Life, I was awake because it you know, buzzes you in the ass and in the back <laughs> and then shoots air all across your legs. Oh, come on, Randy. You liked it. Um, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> that little vibrator shooting up your rectum. Not so much now. That would be like putting a vibrator that's uh, actually you know, a rectal thermometer that vibrates. <laughs> oh, you're at 105 degrees. I wonder what's going on there, buddy. <laughs> So we're heading down Friday, going to drive down during the day, and, and sure. we're, we're going to going to the Halloween party Friday night, mm. and then we're using... Oh, uh, yeah, your big Halloween. I really don't like that about Disney. It sucks for people who don't know what's going on and, and are expecting a full day in the park. I, uh, that really well, sucks for them. I actually appreciated it when it was all just in California Ventures, because they closed down early anyway. Yeah. Um, and the first year we went, we we went um, two years when it was in California Adventure, right? And it was it was a fun party, it really was. And then we decided to do it the first year that they moved it over to Disneyland, and it wasn't huge attendance because it was still new, all that. And it just happened to be a really rainy weekend with a lot of fog. <laughs> and when we can't, so it was cold, <laughs> which is actually how we like it because it keeps people out of the park. Oh, it does. Especially the annual pass holders. They stay home. It's cold. You know. That's what actually why I love going the first week of December because it's, it's cold. It's damp. Yeah. And nobody's there. So we were, we'd gone, we're, we just finished up in Fantasyland, and we're coming the back way down by, by the, the frontier stuff. Right. Coming around up into New Orleans uh, Square. And what they'd done is they'd left on the water misting generators from Phantasmic. <laughs> so the whole area is fogged in with their oh, own so fog. They're, yeah, they're doing it for the Haunted Mansion. With right. green lights everywhere, just making the whole New, mm. New Orleans Square creepy as hell. It was beautiful. Actually, they should have... Oh, this is going to be an interesting little, little thing. I wonder if... Um, <clears throat> if... Uh, uh, Splash Mountain will get closed down because it goes out into the rivers of America. That, yeah, because because um, it's got to have that float section there. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to treat that. It's it's either it'll be closed down or they'll have to put in a berm right there to I keep bet you the they, water. I in. bet you they do a berm because that's a high capacity ride. It's a high capacity out. ride, and you don't need that big of a berm for right there for that, that piece there. Yeah, I just I just thought about that because that is, if, that, that, that's an interesting point. They should actually put those me foggers all around the haunted mansion. Yeah, and should. just have them as soon as it goes dusk. Light it up. Yeah, do it and light it up. Because that's really cheap and a great effect. Yeah, I mean, it's not cheap on the initial install, but it's cheap on the run. Well, <laughs> you'll, Haunted Mansion is also a high capacity. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's constant. There's never, a, there's never not a line. Yeah. 
and uh, plus, right now it's it's done Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. which I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like it. Well, and you know, my kids had gone to Disneyland three or four times before we actually went, not during Halloween, <laughs> yeah, and and Christmas season, and, and so they, you know, it was three or four times before they experienced the normal haunted mansion. <laughs> oh, well, I like it because of the story of how haunted mansion actually came around because. There was two people fighting for how the story was going to go. So mm-hmm. the first half of it's all really dark and creepy, which is... And yeah. the second half is Disney's late 60s musical show movie. It is. Well, and not only that, but it was also Walt's real vision of it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and that was what ended up happening was a compromise. was, okay, the first half we're going to do it as a creepy haunted mansion, and then the rest of it's going to be, you know, grim, gritty ghosts with... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it, you know, that that's one of the the downsides to the when they redid Pirates, because they're incorporating so much of the movie into it. They include the movie soundtrack, where as oh. kids you'd go to it and you'd have that song stuck in your head for the next hour. Yeah. Same thing with Haunted Mansion, but now you don't get that so much because uh, I mean, it's, well, thematically it works, but you don't get that ingrained into you like you used to. <laughs> I can live without Yo Ho Yo Ho for the next while I'm riding onto Thunder Mountain Railroad. I can live without that part. And it's not as nearly as, as disastrous, uh, or not disastrous, but you know, having the Star Wars theme going through your head the entire time after you ride the uh, the new. I can absolutely episode. live with that. I absolutely, I adore that ride because <laughs> you're listening to the theme music as you're walking in. Uh-huh. The whole th- the whole soundtrack is amazingly written as if John as if John Williams was like, okay, we're making another movie. Well, that's basically what he did. Yeah, yeah. and then. You have the uh, Star Wars theme, uh, the ending credit theme, actually, from Star Wars, as you're walking out down into the Star Trader. And what's even better is when you're doing a child swap and you're in there for 20 <laughs> minutes waiting for your wife and the kids to come down. Do you ever think about sitting there going, uh, oh, you know what you should do when you go? Bring your re helmet. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And while you're standing in line, go, <laughs> yeah, Michelle hates that helmet. I was supposed to throw it away last month. <laughs> so I didn't. Give it to Jeremy. He'll, he'll do it. He will do he'll it. do it. He'll do it. And not only that, you need to take video. <laughs> Especially the, uh, the Europeans random. What's um, he doing here? <laughs> you should have him dress as Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Saturday, we're using those replacement tickets I got for the 24 hours. Oh, so you're doing this on the cheap. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> well, you say that you say cheap. The Well, yeah, the original tickets cost like an arm and a leg. Well, but no, the original tickets, because the one day park hoppers were like, what, 115 a pop. Right. And the, the, <clears throat> the Halloween party now is 70 bucks a person. Oh, mm-hmm. so you're actually saving, lo- you're uh, losing money on this? No, we're saving a little bit of money because I'm not paying for Saturday. <laughs> okay. <coughs> the way I'm buying the tickets uh, turns out to be it's uh, park opera three day park opera, so they're seventy five bucks a day. Or yeah, yeah. The, the, the more days you put on, the, the cheaper it is per day. And so it's actually not horrible, but it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do that intentional because the, their studies have shown if you get the tourists coming in there that are staying for three or more days mm-hmm. with what they spend in the park with food and stuff. It, Actually, I figured out how not to spend money in the park. Yeah, but most people haven't. <laughs> I'm in a little writing that book, actually. Well, plus for us, um, 
Well, I don't mind going out for a few meals. <coughs> Eating for us is part of the park experience. Um, it is in that we'll spend – I'll spend a, a boatload of money on just – I don't do dinner at Blue Bayou. I'll do lunch because it's half the price. The menu is better for lunch. It is. And then I'll do one you know, breakfast at the, at the uh, Carnation because that's tradition for us. Yeah, same here. The rest of the food, uh, we'll go to uh, – there's two places <laughs> that are pretty cheap for lunch. Uh, actually, three. There's the, uh, the, the Super Bowl place, which is pretty good. Uh, so you the, need a, the pasta soup place over in, in, in Tomorrowland? No, the bread bowl. Oh, over in California. Or, or, or the New Orleans Square. Okay, the gumbo. And, okay. and the gumbo or the, or the chowder. Yeah. Um, that one's nice and cheap, yep. and it fill. Oh my gosh, you are lucky if you finish it. The gumbo's good, not quite as good as Blue Bayou, but it's good. Um, and then the uh, the pizza pasta place is nice and cheap. Yep. The Mexican place that's right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure, uh, introduced to, to that one. That place is amazing. I didn't think it would be mm-hmm. that good. Yeah. I mean, Disney is half and half, whether they're great or they're mediocre, <laughs> and. The food's amazing, and it's super cheap and super filling. They give you large portions. Yeah. Um, other than that. Well, uh, another cheap eatery is the, the Bengal Barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you can get skewers. Yeah. <coughs> um, over in California Adventure um, in the San Francisco. Um, uh, the, the San Francisco Sourdough Place. We actually don't go to the Sourdough Place that often. We usually will go to the Chinese Place or the, the Mexican Place that's right there. Oh, right. sure. Either yeah. side of that courtyard. Right. Um, one of the little bit pricier places we like to go to is in downtown Disney. The first restaurant on your left is the La Brea Bakery. Oh, I've heard of it, yeah. Well, what's fun about it is if you ask for the seating around the side, uh-huh. no one sits back there. And if it's on a colder day, you get your own heater. And it's a <laughs> perfect place to people watch. Oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of people watching. It, it's, and so we go there, and it's, it's, it's kind of a yumpy twist on, on pasta. <laughs> now, the, t- the two places you need to avoid if you don't want to spend an arm and a leg and a penis is uh, don't go to the ESPN zone. Oh, yeah. And don't go to That's the... so damn loud in there. <laughs> it is. And don't go to the uh, uh, Rainforest Cafe. We do breakfast there. Eh, I'd rather do can- the Carnation. Plus, the hotel that I stay at has a free continental breakfast. Uh, see, we'll, well, we'll do breakfast there our, the morning we're leaving. Oh, I do it every morning because it's just... It's, that, it's easy no, to... No, we do Rainforest. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Just one of our traditions. And several years ago, um, some friends of ours invited us to go down and see Def Leppard with him in Vegas. And we we went to the rainforest in Vegas. Uh, just That place sucks. And it was a huge line because of the concert. Yeah. Out. And they were offering a $15 lifetime membership card into the <laughs> club. And, so I paid, and if you got that, you got right in. So I paid the fifteen bucks to get right in. Yeah, and now since then they've been bought by Lowry's, and so that so con- get you to the Lowry's Steakhouse and not just Lowry's Steakhouse. They own Bubba Gump's now. Oh, okay. And a, um, about ten other themed restaurants, including a bunch of Disney World. Sure. And with that card, I can walk up to any restaurant and get to the front of the standby line. Nice. And it's and plus we you you get points and and get paid mm-hmm. for stuff that way, but. It, we were at Disney World one time. Went into we were getting really hungry at the end of the day, and it was a forty-five minute standby wait line, and got us right in. It was beautiful. <laughs> you pissed everybody off. Worth, so worth that fifteen bucks. <clears throat> what for the daggers of four hundred people? <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, 
Anyway, for uh, when you go down, <laughs> when you go down to Disney this time, um, you and I are are pretty much Disneyland buffs. I mean, simply because we had to research the shit out of it. Well, and how, and how they how they do things, and yeah. Uh, there is uh, a couple things that your wife will love to take you, uh, or you'll take her. There's the Crystal Shop on Main Street, mm-hmm. but the the better one is the one in New Orleans Square. And right next to the Crystal Shop in New Orleans Square is a um, jewelry shop where it's estate jewelry. Yeah. And it's all this really cool old, old school yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's not just old school. They have an, actually genuine antiques in there, yeah. too. Now, I mean, granted, not, not stuff my wife would ever wear, ever. <laughs> but it's really cool. No, but it. and it's very valuable. Oh, it's very expensive stuff in there. <coughs> now, right in front of that is the... Uh, is the Orleans Cafe. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my other favorite places to go. <laughs> Less pricey than <clears throat> than uh, Blue Bayou, but uh, well worth it. And what they do during the, the, the last couple of Disney parties or Halloween parties we've gone to, what, they shut down the gates at 5, kick everybody out, and open back up at 6 for the party. And during that one-hour crossover, right. They clear all the tables and chairs out, and they and they leave some speakers in there, and a DJ comes and sets up, and they turn it into a dance club. Um, you're talking about the one on the west side or the on the on the north side? The one that's closest to Haunted Mansion. Okay, that's not Cafe Orleans. That's oh. <laughs> I can't remember which one. Cafe Orleans is the one that faces Fantasmic. Okay, yeah, it's up. On, yeah, we went there two trips ago. No, and then French. No, you're right. That is Cafe Orleans French Market. French, yeah, French Market is the one over there, and then. I don't know what the other one is. That's over by yeah. Uh, they got that one across the walkway. That's, yeah, that one is. I don't like that one. That's cafeteria style. Yeah, and the food quality is not as good, but it's a better balcony <laughs> for watching Fantasmic. It is, but to get there now, you actually have to do a one of those food packages to be able to sit there. Really? They, start, they started doing that the sometime in the last year. Oh, that sucks. Well, they now actually have a they have, they've got a dinner package with fan with for Fantasmic with well, Blue Bayou. If that dinner with the reserved seating area, what upstairs? Not upstairs, but because um, that's all part of the, the the private apartment they never let anybody use <laughs> the Dream Suite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what they ought to do is, uh, if you're going to, if they're going to force you to buy the the food package, it should come with reservations per table. Yeah. I, otherwise, because I know it's a pain in the ass to even well, get anything close to there. There's a, you can get a food package for, um, for like I said, to be in that patio, that right. restaurant. There's also another food package, which is a, a pickup lunch box right. that gets you that also gets you tickets up close on Fantasma. I, well, because of my my tinnitus, I can't even watch it. It, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts so bad. I mean, it, well, it's, honestly, they're running it a little hotter than they should. A lot hotter than they should. I mean, because I would go all the way back to the train and in that little alley over there by the bathroom, and it uh-huh. would still be too loud. I it would. I finally told Shana one time. I'm walking over to uh, Smoker's Corner over by Thunder Mountain because that's the only place I can think of that's not loud, not too loud for my ears. Yeah. I mean, even when I went back into uh, Creator Country that used to be Bear Country, it's still too loud for even back in that corner. But that's all isolated, so it's the sound just bounces everywhere. Yeah, it's reverberation. And that is, so my choices are go out to the castle, go to Fantasyland, or Smoker's Corner. Yeah. Me... <laughs> it's just, 
No, Disney Disney does great things, but they also do things just to piss you off if you're a true fan of of Disneyland. Well, yeah, especially if you're the if you're into the old school stuff, they they intentionally <laughs> want to be different than what Walt originally was, which I don't understand. I really don't understand that because most people go to Disneyland for the nostalgia. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, 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 I why agree. why not play to that demographic? Well, like our, our friend Jim, who who uh, created Part on Pizza. Yeah, he's never been to California Adventure. Uh, I can understand because I was reluctant to go. He grew up in Southern California. And to him, it, it, it he, the, the whole concept to him is throw, throwing water in the face of Walt. So he he has never gone. Um, it is, except that there are actually true traditions of Disney in there. That, oh yeah, and no, I mean for me, I enjoy it, and I think there's a lot of rides that are quite fun in there. I think the thing that pisses him off is probably California Screaming because Disney never wanted to put a, a roller coaster in. Yeah, and. Huh? Matt Arn? He didn't put it in. Oh, it was after him? Yeah. Yeah. That was the revamp of, in fact, <laughs> uh, no, actually, he did put it in. He did. You're right. He did put it in, but it also wasn't a fast roller coaster. Yeah. And uh, it beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Still does, kind of. Even after the even after the, the rerunning of the tracks. Of which? Uh, Matterhorn still beats the shit out of me. Oh. <laughs> well, it just jerks around so often. Well, so and, and there's no suspension at all on it. Yeah, that's true. They could probably re-engineer those sleds to do that. Though they had just reopened it when we were there for the twenty-four hour party, and so we didn't get to go on it because the line was, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> right. But they've got a, they replaced, um, they, or they put a new animatronic, um, a, a, a bubble Yeti. snowman. Yeti. Um, I've seen the new Yeti, and so I've, I've been wanting to look at that. <clears throat> But we're running out of time and starting to get gaps between what we're saying, so I think we're going to close <laughs> her out. Wow, we have we're at a couple hours, almost two, two hours, hour th- uh, thirty or forty. Oh yeah, oh, fag. Oh yeah, it was Mr. Wanker. Is this actually the uh, Weird Al, or is this uh, to somebody who just? I think I believe it's Weird Al. But he did it all with actual audio. Oh yeah, yeah. brilliantly done. No, I, I agree. It's brilliantly done. I've heard I've, been, I've heard this for years. Yeah, I just never knew if Weird Al actually did it or not. I actually never looked it up. I believe it is. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a good one. See ya. See ya next time. Oh, straight.